0: Exotic Erotic Storytime features literature from the corners of the internet, with only the most niche and obscure sexual themes. This show is for mature audiences only, and even then, please listen responsibly and consider that many episodes are very explicitly sexual, and can include sensitive subject matter. The time might come that I run out of guest dialogue that was recorded before COVID hit New York, but I've still got enough left for at least this episode. Maybe I'll start recording guest dialogue remotely or something, who knows. Regardless, for this episode, we're all set. In the stories I find, the appeal of body odor or pheromones, it's pretty commonplace, but usually as a little extra flavor sprinkled on top of the story. So a while back, I thought it would be fun to search around for stories that feature smell as the core element of sex and they're definitely out there. However, I did not expect to find a sex story of smell-based mind control. Story was posted by Jukebox on mcstories.com. I'm Jack Alexander, and this is You Go to My Head. Jake's first impression of his new neighbor was that she was trapped under a couch. He was pulling into his driveway when he caught sight of her, a tiny young woman with jet black hair and dusky, tan skin forced almost to her knees by the enormous weight of the sofa she was trying to drag out of the moving truck single-handedly. She'd managed to pull it far enough out that she was supporting its whole weight, but in the process, she'd gotten positioned too closely to simply drop it. Jake shut off the car and jumped out to help. He ran over to where she was sweating and straining and swearing and put his shoulder to the end of the sofa. He heaved until his head swam with the effort, and with his additional muscle, they managed to push it back far enough that she could get out from under it. Once she was free, Jake lowered it gently to the ground. Thanks, she said once she caught her breath. She wiped a sheen of sweat from her forehead. This late in May, the Southern California sun beat down with an almost physical force. No problem, Jake replied. He hopped up into the truck, still packed over half full with furniture and boxes. Can you drag the other end? If you can, I can slide this the rest of the way out.
1: Give me about five seconds and I can,
0: she replied, shaking a little bit of life back into her arms. Jake was a little surprised. He'd expected her to have a little bit of an accent, but he was imagining something exotic and Middle Eastern. Instead, she spoke in a honeyed southern drawl.
1: Name Zena, by the way,
0: she said as she stepped in, positioning herself at the corner of the sofa.
1: I'm your new neighbor.
0: Jake chuckled as she lifted the corner and pulled with an intensity that belied her slight frame. He pushed his end, and within a few moments, the whole couch rested safely on the ground.
1: <laughs> you
0: were almost my ex-neighbor, he said as he set down his end. What possessed you to try to do this all by yourself? Zena shrugged.
1: Not much choice, I guess. It's all gotta get done by tomorrow morning so I can get the truck back, and I don't know anybody here yet.
0: You do now, Jake said, gesturing to the couch. Come on, let's get this thing inside and then we'll work on the rest of the truck. With a little bit more sweating and grunting and one or two additional breaks, they finally got the massive sofa into the house and positioned in the living room.
1: This'll do fine,
0: Zena gasped out letting her end fall and slumping to the floor.
1: God damn, that's a heavy motherfucker.
0: Jake couldn't help smiling. There was something unendingly hilarious about the incongruity between her delicate, bird-like frame and the boisterous profanities that came out of it. So what brings you out here, if you don't know anybody? He asked, sitting down on the couch and enjoying the spoils of victory.
1: Decided I needed a change of scenery.
0: Zaina said, wiping her brow with the hem of her t-shirt.
1: My mom moved back to Kuwait after my dad died. They met when he was stationed over there back in 91, but she fell in love with the man, not the country. I stayed here, but I didn't have much holding me down at any place in particular, and I was having all sorts of problems with the neighbor's. You ain't never seen crazy until you seen a West Texas woman who thinks you're stealing her man, and I figured, hell, I seen enough Texas to last me a lifetime anyway.
0: Well, you won't have to worry about that here, Jake said, wiping away a little of his own perspiration. The air conditioning was off, and the atmosphere in the house was thick and sweltering. I'm single, and Jamie, on the other side of you, got divorced about five years ago. Good to hear. Zena said, levering herself up again.
1: Come on, let's get back to it. I unpacked the beer first, so it should be cold by the time we're done.
0: And they say virtue is its own reward, Jake replied with a chuckle as he pulled himself off the couch. The two of them headed back out into the California sun. A quick change out of work clothes and three hours of hauling later, they finished bringing in the last few boxes just as the sun was going down. It was all piled up in the living room along with the furniture, but Zayna said she'd worry about that later.
1: Right now, all I can think about is that cold beer,
0: she said as she went into the kitchen. Jake felt the same way. His shirt was sticking unpleasantly to his skin, and his shorts were damp with sweat, and Zayna looked to be in about the same condition. The air in the house was so warm and humid that his head was swimming, and Jake played with the thermostat for a moment while he waited for Zena to come back.
1: You good with that stuff?
0: She asked as she came back into the room with a couple of bottles.
1: I tried when I got here. Couldn't get it going. I know it's not the power because the fridge is working. I mean, if I didn't like it hot, I'd have moved to New York, but you can't have too much of a good thing.
0: She pressed one of the beers to her face, rubbing the condensation off on her skin.
1: Know what I mean?
0: I do, Jake said, taking the other beer. But I'm not. uh, Good with that stuff, I mean. He quickly explained, his words suddenly feeling awkward in his mouth. He realized that between work and unloading, he'd been on his feet for almost 12 hours and decided to have a seat. He lowered himself onto the sofa. Currently, the only piece of furniture in the house not loaded with boxes. I know a little bit about cars, but it's about it.
1: Ah, well.
0: Zenas said, sitting down next to him.
1: Fuck it. I'll give someone a call tomorrow after I get the truck back. I'm beat. And I gotta get these clothes all bagged up and...
0: She stopped short, her bronze skin making her blush all the more impressive. Jake raised an eyebrow in confusion, his beer halfway to his lips. Zena shrugged.
1: Well, I hadn't exactly planned to break the ice with that one, but now that it's out there...
0: She took a long swig of her beer.
1: It's how I make my money, she said. I sell my clothes after I wear them, mostly panties, but I found someone willing to give me a cool two grand for this whole outfit after I told him I'd be sweating in it all day.
0: Jake tried to cover his surprise by taking a drink, but he must not have succeeded because Zena said,
1: I know it sounds crazy, but it's really just a job like any other. I wear my clothes all day. I work out or go jogging or, you know, stuff.
0: Jake got the feeling that pause was saying a lot more than it was hiding.
1: And then I put my panties in a plastic bag and mail them out for two fifty dollars a pop.
0: Jake's eyes widened and he swallowed his beer fast. $250? He said incredulously, he shook his head, unsure if he'd even heard that right. Maybe the heat was getting to him. Like American? Zena leaned forward and flashed him a wide smile. I know! she squealed.
1: I almost can't believe it myself, but there are some kinky-ass guys out there who love the way a woman smells. The stronger, the better. And when they find someone they like, man, they will give you any damn thing you want. Half the furniture in this room was free.
0: Jake let out a low whistle. No wonder all those women in Texas were worried. If she could get men to pay more than 200 bucks just to smell her dirty underwear. And you don't think it's, uh, weird? He asked. I mean, I'm not going to judge her anything, but you have to admit it is a little weird. Zena favored him with another grin.
1: Well, maybe a little,
0: <laughs> she said, leaning in close and lowering her voice.
1: Just between the two of us, but not enough to feel bad over. Hell, it's kind of flattering, you know? On a day like today, I gotta look a mess. My hair's sticking to my head, my shirt's sticking to my tits, and I'm all sweaty and gross and just a mess all over. But then I think to myself, hey, there's some good old boy out there who wants $2,000 for a piece of this. And suddenly, I don't feel so bad about the way I look.
0: Jake said, <laughs> Trust me, Zena, You look pretty good from over here. He hoped that didn't sound too crude. The beer and the heat were going to his head a little, and Zena suddenly felt like she was a lot closer than she had a few minutes ago. She was so near that he could smell the scent of her perspiration mingling with his own, just beginning to dry as the house began to cool with the onset of evening. Zena didn't seem bothered by his comment. If anything, it seemed like she thought it was funny.
1: Oh, please.
0: <laughs> she said, laughing and wafting her t-shirt in his general direction.
1: Are you kidding? I am ripe.
0: She lifted her armpit and stuck it right in his face.
1: Here. Take a whiff of that.
0: <laughs> Jake laughed hard as he pretended to rear back in terror. But Zena didn't really smell that bad at all. She had a strong odor, sure. But it wasn't unpleasant. It was an honest scent. The aroma of a body that had put in hard work under the hot sun. Even at its strongest, it had a kind of earthy musk to it that was actually nice in a weird way. Or maybe he was just drunk. He felt a wave of pleasant dizziness wash over him, and it suddenly felt a bit difficult to keep his balance as Zena finally lowered her arm with one last snort of laughter. Jake set his beer down carefully next to the couch, trying hard not to spill any. Sorry, he said, his tongue feeling a little bit thick in his mouth. Guess I had a little too much to drink. He shifted position, trying to conceal an erection he was certain he didn't have a moment ago.
1: Man, and I thought I was a lightweight,
0: Zena giggled.
1: Half a beer and you're already drunk?
0: Huh, Jake said. He looked down at the beer, trying hard to avoid sudden movements. He didn't feel sick, though, he realized. Just giddy. That's weird, he muttered to himself. Sure enough, the bottle was almost entirely full. That is so weird. He looked back up at Zena, but the motion of his head made him feel dizzy all over again, and he swayed forward, coming dangerously close to falling right into her. That concludes part one. Join me next episode as the story continues.